Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Our uh, COVID-related public health measures are shifting from mandates to guidance. Here to dive into that is Dr. Elizabeth Richardson, Hamilton's Medical Officer of Health. Dr. Richardson, welcome back to Good Morning Hamilton. Good morning, Rick. Do you agree with Dr. Hirji that the province may have moved a little too quickly with its mask mandate? You know, when we're looking at this piece about masks and when to lift them and just how to move forward in living and managing with uh, COVID-19, there's certainly going to be some people who feel it's a little too early, that we could have waited another week or two perhaps to uh, to move forward with the uh, the changes in the mask mandate. Others feel that it's it's really quite too late. And that we could have moved further, uh, moved sooner, um, if you will. And you know, when we look around the uh, the country, look um, at what's going on. We do see that uh, across the country, those mandates are being dropped. We're more in the middle to later end of that, and uh, in areas that have similar case numbers and those sorts of things. So, I think we could look at it and say, you know, could it have been a week or two later? Could it have been a week or two earlier? Um, the main thing is the case numbers are well down. Our hospitalizations are well down. Our ICU numbers are well down. You know, COVID-19 is here. It's going to be here for a long time. It's not going away. And so we have to figure out how we're going to move forward, how we're going to live with and manage COVID-19. And so it's reasonable, I think, to take this step at this point in time. So as the medical officer of health, you're okay with what the province has decided? Yeah, I'm okay with it, Rick. I think we have to make a make a move. I think, um, you know, to have done it this week, next week, the week after, it would be um, somewhat similar in terms of what we're seeing, at least here locally. And, you know, there's no doubt we're going to stay on the alert. We're going to be looking at this along with uh, Dr. Kieran Moore, the chief medical officer for the province, and all of our colleagues around the province looking out to see what happens as we move forward. Very pleased to see as we've moved forward so far with the reopening that's going on that we've not really seen a resurgence. You know, our, our modeling that we had done had predicted we would see somewhat of a resurgence, and we didn't see that. And so we're very pleased with that. And I think that speaks to the fact that people are continuing to make wise choices they're continuing to be thoughtful about what they're doing, and that's what we need ultimately going forward for people to look at the situation, look at what their circumstances are, and make wise decisions. Use all the tools that we have in the toolkit, the masks, the distancing, you know, all of the things we have around vaccination. Those are all so important as we go forward. And so uh, making uh, that move now is reasonable for me. Uh, I was bombing around the city yesterday, went to a few stores and noticed about a 50-50, maybe 60-40 split for those who were still wearing masks as opposed to those who were not wearing masks. Totally unscientific on my part. Uh, What did you notice yesterday? You know, Rick, I did the same thing last evening after work. I went out to see how things were going and and found pretty much the same thing, about a 50-50 split in terms of of what people are doing, which I think is great, um, that people are still using their masks. And uh, remembering, too, that there are some uh, circumstances in which they're absolutely required still. So they're still required in transit. They're still required in high-risk settings like long-term care homes, healthcare settings, um, shelters, all those sorts of settings are still requiring them. And they're still required for people who are returning from travel outside of uh, Canada for two weeks after that travel period, as well as four cases and contacts um, once they're able to be out in the community. So, you know, we never know um, why somebody is wearing a mask, whether it is because it's required for them or whether they have a health condition or they're living with people who have health conditions that put them at higher risk or they just feel more comfortable doing it. And that's where that, you know, respect and and um, room for everybody to make the decision that they need to make is really important as we go forward. And so supporting each other to do that 
is so important. Absolutely. Uh, COVID forecasts presented to the city's Board of Health yesterday suggest some level of swell, but the virus is now circulating in the community at a manageable level. What does the swell look like? So we've modeled a couple of different things, our uh, our team that does that work, and looked at, you know, if we, if we look at how much people might stop wearing masks or how much they might maintain wearing masks and all those sorts of things, what we might see as we go forward. And so we do see that that no matter what we do, we're going to continue to have a level of COVID-19 in our community. And, you know, after the Omicron wave, it is going to continue to be higher than what we had before the Omicron wave. And so that is going to continue whether we, um, you know, to whatever extent we continue to wear our masks. Now, if we wear our masks more and we make sure those vaccination rates continue to go up, um, the number of cases will stay uh, down at a manageable rate, and they'll still be manageable if we don't, but they'll be slightly higher. They'll be, you know, um, it's hard to, to, I'm trying to think of how to quantify it. The case numbers, because we do know that they're an underestimate, they may be, you know, double the cases that we would have if we didn't otherwise, the total cases. In terms of the uh, hospitalizations and ICU numbers, though, those tend to be as well, slightly higher, but um, you know, very much still in the manageable range, similar with the ICU numbers in terms of those. Of course, we now have at our disposal not only all those preventive measures that we talked about, but also things like treatment that can be used for people who may indeed end up in hospital. And so very much encouraging people, if they are feeling unwell, if they do you know, have underlying medical conditions, if they're immunosuppressed for any reason because of treatment, or because of some other illness they have, to speak with your family physician and talk about what's right for you. As always, Dr. Richardson, really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Rick. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.